Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show is brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Stop in. They have a lot of great stuff going on right now at Quick Trip. 79-cent bread, delicious fried chicken, the take-home meals. You can use your Quick Rewards card. Continue to earn yourself uh, some discounts. Get some money off. Great stuff. Uh, Breakfast sandwiches, burgers, you name it. Pothole pizzas. Go in for the coffee. Uh, the great Karuba Coffee, they have everything over there at Quick Trip. It's just a tremendous place to go, and thank God they're here in the state of Wisconsin because, I, I, like I tell you, when you travel, you get outside of the state of Wisconsin, poof, you don't realize what you have till it's gone. Uh, just saying. Uh, let's bring in our guy, Bill Huber. Bill Huber SI over there on uh, on Twitter. Uh, he covers the Green Bay Packers as well. Had the column about Aaron Rodgers and what the Packers could possibly receive if they traded him. And, Bill, how you doing, man? I'm great. How about you? I'm good. Uh, last week, it was interesting because we hit Radio Row last Sunday, and it was nothing but people coming over saying, what the hell's going on with Rodgers? And what's gonna, where is he going to end up? Do I think he's going back with the Packers and such? So you get a chance to talk to a few people as well, and it seems like many people logically are saying, it's you got to trade him. It's the time. you got to move on. you got to see what you got in Jordan Love and all that kind of stuff. There's the sentimentality factor in all of this, but it's actually what kind of deal you could make and what you would get for him, right? Well, yeah, I think so. You know, unless they're just ready to just move on, then you just you get what you get, right? I mean, I'm, I'm sure the Packers didn't do cartwheels over what they got for Brett Favre, right? So I think there's probably some of that, too, if the if when Rodgers comes out of his darkness and he says, hey, I, I would like to get traded, you know, on the Packers, and I'm sure he's going to give – Rodgers will give the Packers – a list of team or teams that he's interested in, and then you kind of you get what you get there. Um, but, you know, I, I did talk to a guy who's super high-ranking. He's been involved in these kind of trade talks before, and he thought, you know, like, like the Jets, he thought a first-rounder this year, and if he comes back and plays in 2024, then you get an additional second-rounder. Um, and then the Raiders have a top-seven pick. And nope, they're not going to get rid of the number-seven pick for anybody, probably. He kind of thought they'd go the opposite, you know, they get a second-rounder and maybe throw in something else this year and then a, a conditional pick next year if he plays. So it does seem to be consensus of, of the few people I've talked to that you've got to get multiple picks, but the team that's making the trades probably got to want to push some of that stuff out so you don't get burned by Rodgers playing one year and then calling it quits and then you're up a creek by giving up, you know, giving up the ranch for a one-year rental. So there's kind of a lot of things in play there. So, uh, you know, and I've said all along that if I'm good against, uh, depending on the situation, what Rodgers wants to do, if he says, hey, look, I'm all in, I want OTAs, I want mini camps, I want to come back, I, I know my career is just about over, i got to run this thing back hard, I'm committed, I'll, I'll you know, make sure that uh, it's a salary cap-friendly deal and make some numbers adjusted, do you turn him down? That's a great question. Um, we don't know what they think of Jordan Love, Right. We know what they've right. we, we know what they've said about Jordan Love, um, but what else are they going to say? Right? I mean, they, they weren't going to say, "Well, I don't know." I mean, so right, we we are at the mercy of what they really think about Jordan Love, and if they really if what they said about him all along is true that he's ready to start, then don't you have to make the trade? Don't you have to move on? Because if you you can't ask Jordan Love to be a four year backup, then you, now you're screwing with the guy's money, right? That's mm-hmm. that's not fair. Right. So. You're almost, and I realize there's going to be people who say, well, you don't, have, you don't have to trade him. You don't have to listen to him. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you don't, but, you know, he's represented by one of the biggest agencies in the league, and you, 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 don't, you don't want to piss off those guys. Um, 
and then you're over the barrel too. You know, you got the fifth year option, and, and what if Rodgers wants to come back in 2024? I mean, not, now you've just totally wasted the Jordan Love pick. So, if they really, honest to God, think he's ready, and he can be a, a quarterback that you can win with, I think you just make the trade anyway. But it, it's it's so tough, right? I mean. What has Jordan Love done? I mean, so many Packer fans are basing it on the Philly game where he threw nine passes, right? We, right, we have literally, right. have, I'm, I'm talking us talking and listening, we have no idea what they really think. I know that a lot is being made of Aaron Jones's comments about, you know, hey, you know, he'll be ready, you know, what have you. I mean, again, what is he going to say? Uh, I know there's you know that there's guys in that locker room that uh, they're so far distanced from Aaron Rodgers in, in terms of age. They respect his mad skills. But they also, you know, they kind of lean over and go, hey, that's, you know, that's kind of the guy that works with us. That's our guy. And when he gets a shot, we got his back. So you understand that, too. You get all of that. You're in that yep. locker room. But I, I just, uh, you know, it, it's difficult for me if Rodgers wants to go one more time around and he's all in. It would be difficult for me to say, talk to you later. Because, in essence, you know you're starting over. And the one thing that Brian Gutekind said and was very emphatic about is, yeah, we know we have in, in behind closed doors, but we don't know if he can win. They knew what they had in Rodgers. I mean, we all saw it. Uh, you, you could you could just tell. I mean, even Favre talked about it, and that was one of the things Favre said, why he was kind of distant, because Favre knew he was ready to take his job. So I don't know if if you see that in Jordan Love. So, I, again, I know it's tough. I know it's a very difficult situation. It's what they can get for him, and I think most people feel that it's a number one and probably conditional picks if he plays another year or two, right? Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Again, unless it's the Raiders, where again they're picking seventh, and number seven is such a valuable pick. I realize, I realize it's only six picks from the Jets at thirteen, but that's worlds apart talent wise. Right. right. So I don't think the Raiders would give up number seven. So now you're, you know what the guy I was talking to said, you, 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 you make enough picks where it becomes a one. So that's where you look at the trade value charts. And if you look at the Raiders picks at number seven in the second round and number seven in the third round, that becomes. I want to say, and I'm not looking at my story, I want to say that's the equivalent of number 25 of the first round. So would you give up Rodgers for number 25 of the first round? Is that enough for you, or do you need more? So, uh, yeah, I would – you're not going to away, give away the guy for cheap. Um, look, the guy can still play, right? I know he didn't have a great year last year. How much of it was the thumb? Um, the, guy, the, guy can, the guy is a really good quarterback. I, I was going to ask you about that, Bill, because the last time we doubted him and the Packers doubted him, he came back with a vengeance. I mean, he threw everything into it. He worked on his legs. He worked on everything, came back, and had two back-to-back incredible seasons. I get the sense that anybody doubting him right now, he's ready to come back and and do this with a vengeance. I, I would not put it past him to come back and have this incredible year just because everybody's doubting him right now. Would you? No, not at all. Um, you know, I'm, I'm writing a story I'm going to publish here in about a half hour but you know the, the, he's not who he was right i mean he's not the, the guy who would escape the pocket for five seconds and find jordy nelson for a 60-yard touchdown he's, he's not that guy anymore you know his arm's probably not as good um but he's he's still i, I would say you know in the scout i talked to too he's he's probably at least above average as far as pocket movement not flat out scrambling but as far as moving in the pocket he's probably at least above average he can still make all the throws he's seen everything he's done everything and Rodgers with the chip on his shoulder is pretty good. So yeah, I would. Yeah, I wouldn't put anything past him. Right? Is he gonna unseat Mahomes for MVP? You know, maybe those days are past him. Um, but yeah, he's a he's still Aaron Rodgers, right? Which is why teams will 
try to make a trade for him. You know, like you know, ESPN reported the Jets have inquired already, right? Right. He's still Aaron Rodgers, and teams understand that. That regardless of what you saw in film, he's still better than most of the league. Uh, I want to go to the inquiry part. You just mentioned that. Uh, people are talking about it, and it seems like it's some kind of headline. The Packers are shopping, and and all I said was, we don't inquiring. It could be a phone call saying, hey, Brian, how you doing today? Heard anything from Aaron? No, talk to you later. I, we don't know what it is. We don't know what's going on behind closed doors right now, do we? No, but it, because it's the Jets, the dots are just so ridiculously easy to connect, right? I mean, Woody Johnson and their owners made absolutely no secret about that. I mean, they're going to get a veteran quarterback. They're not going to try to get a veteran quarterback. They're, they're going to get a veteran quarterback. He said it twice. Robert Salas said it. Obviously, Hackett here adds, adds to that. So, um, if it was any other team, I could probably go with you on that one, Bill, but it's the Jets. I would assume that they have reached out and say, hey, is there an available? If Aaron wants to come back, would you at least be interested in talking? I would, I would think that happened. Give me your thoughts and where he actually ends up. What actually happens by the time it's all said and done? I got my thoughts, but you give me your thoughts. Yeah, Jets. It's it's the again. The dots are just so easy to connect, and I I think Green Bay is probably ready to move on. Um, look, the guy's angered enough fans. Um, whether it's COVID, whether it's skipping off-season practices, um, whether it's going on McAfee every week, dragging it all out. I think there's enough fans here that'll be happy for him to go that the franchise has enough cover. Like a couple years ago, if you'd have traded him, you'd have gotten crucified for it. Right. Um, but I, I think the dynamic here is different. And um, I'm going to say that I believe the Packers and they think Jordan Love is ready. And if you're not going to, if you're not going to make the move now, you might as well trade Jordan Love and start all over again. So I would say, yes, they're going to trade him to the Jets. Um, I, now I, I wanted to go to the fatigue portion of it. I, I, I think you're right. Let me ask you this. Had he played really well this year, do you think it's a different story? Of course. Right. I mean, look, it's a bottom line business, right? Right. The only, the only thing that matters is winning football games. And if you're not putting up, if you're not winning games, at least you're putting up numbers to put yourself in, in position to win games. And he didn't do it this year. Um, in a winner go home game against Detroit in Week 18, we, we all know how he played. We know how the game ended. It was a lot like winner go home against the 49ers the year before that, right? Um, yeah, if he comes through, if he wins that game and he comes through in the clutch and he he plays like the Aaron Rodgers everybody expected, none of this other stuff matters. Which is why, which is why last offseason they gave him this ridiculous contract, right? Mm-hmm. Because it didn't matter. He was the back-to-back MVP. Um, allegedly back, back 13 win seasons, so none, none of the other stuff mattered. Now I think it does matter because he he didn't play well and the team didn't play well. Do you think because of what we've seen the last three years, uh, obviously against Tampa Bay, then against San Francisco, and then uh, against uh, Detroit this past season, do you think that, because I know there's a lot of people questioning even if he has the ability now to win the big game. Yeah, I don't, I just wonder how much of it, is he, is he in his own head in those moments? Does he want to win it so badly? And for people who don't think he wants to win, you're, you're all nuts, right? Um, I, got, I remember sitting here at his locker um, in OTAs in 2011 for a background ran Packer Report magazine. I did a magazine cover. So I mean, even he knew back then that a lot of quarterbacks had won one, but not many won two, right? I mean, right. I just, I just wonder how much of that is him in those big moments because he just wants to win it so bad that he just doesn't play to that level. I think it matters, right? I mean, nothing else matters than winning football games and if and if, if the quarterback hasn't been good enough, and look, you can excuse away 
2014 and 15, some of these other playoff performances, but you can't excuse away some of these recent ones, right? A lot of, a lot of right. it, not all of it, but a lot of it falls on him. And if you're going to go kind of all in like they did this offseason and you actually backtrack and, you, and, you, and in that do-or-die game you don't get it done, I mean, what are we doing here, right? Mm-hmm. No, I, I completely agree. I, I go back to the game against Tampa Bay. Uh, Aaron Jones fumbles. It took the air, you know, right out of the, the balloon. And then, obviously, the end of the game just looked horrific and trying to go to Devontae when others were open. That was very eye-opening. Then the following year against San Francisco, and again, Mercedes Lewis fumbles. They don't have a response. It seems like the uh, part of that, I believe, I'll go with coaching. When you just take the wind out of somebody's sails and have the ability to pump the balloon back up, there's something innately wrong there. It's like if it doesn't go as planned, they don't have a plan B sometimes. So that, that'll go with the coaching aspect. But I agree with you that you know watching him get beat up uh, behind an offensive line that had just come back, the unwillingness for Matt LaFleur to change. Maybe it wasn't all on Rodgers and the special team sucked, but he had his moments there as well. And then this past year was just bad. I, I don't, I, you know, it was just an ugly game against Detroit. And Detroit came in more ferocious. And you talk about a guy that's supposed to be the team leader. You, you look at, you know, inspir- not that he's a rah-rah guy, but he was more vocal this year. Everybody admits that. But, you know, I've said all along, who's that guy? Who's that guy that gathers everything? Because it was Charles Woodson. Who is that guy that's going to lead this team that steps forward and says, not only can I walk the walk, but I'm going to scream at you to follow me? Who's that guy on this team, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, that being said, it's about don't you, if you just make a play, right, that changes right. everything. You just got to make a play to get that momentum flipped, and it just never happened. Do you need someone yelling and, or having inspirational speeches? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it helps, maybe not, but... You just need someone to make a play. Charles Woodson made those plays, right? And in the right. 2010, in 2010 Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers made those plays, and he's made a bunch of them. You know, 2016 at Dallas in those playoffs. I mean, he was unbelievable. Um, but at some point, you, you, you're the guys who you are paying big money to make plays, and that's not just Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you, you know, Aaron Jones, and you can pick other guys in the roster. Those guys have just got to make a play in those moments, and then just didn't happen. And some of that is coaching, you know, but some of it's – some of the players, too. There's Man, no, I There's agree. The situation of this team is going to be quite something, isn't it? And the supporting cast. Uh, you know, if they, there, there always seems to be a, a lack somewhere. And, and, you know, I mean, I know, look, Jordan Love's not going to sign for $200 million. Don't get me wrong. But he's still going to make some money, and he's not going to make a ton. But you at least you can take uh, a step back and fortify some of the areas that have been lacking, if indeed Jordan Love's the real deal. But I... I just think sometimes you're always missing a piece. There's there's just a piece or two that's missing, and it seems to be we all know in, in football they're going to attack your weakest link. And if you don't have something that, at least of strength to overcome stuff like that, you're not gonna you're not gonna be a champion ultimately when it when it's all said and done. And you know you go back to when Rodgers did win a championship, he had five, six, seven wide receivers on that team, all capable of being starters on many other teams. You know, that was unbelievable. In 2011, I was that's not the year you're talking about, but 2011, Randall Cobb was their fifth receiver. Remember, right. he was a rookie back then. He was their number five receiver. Yep. Um, Alan Lazar was their number one this year. Yeah, that wasn't going to get it done. I knew that going into the season. This whole talk about, well, he's a great route runner and he's dependable. And yeah, yada, yada, yada. It, that, that's not going to happen. There is nothing. I don't mean to be an ass, but there is nothing dynamic about Alan Lazard. He's just a solid route runner. He's not a great leaper. He's not great speed. He's not, you know, he's sure hands when he gets the football, but he's not going to be a guy that's going to break it over the top. He's not going to be a guy that's going to be very elusive. There's none of that. 
He needs another, you know, guy or two or three alongside to make him a guy that's going to become more reliable. And they just don't have that right now unless Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs develop incredibly quick and you get somebody else to come in as a wide receiver and then you're able to draft an actual pass-catching tight end. Then it becomes more dynamic almost immediately. Real quick before I let you go, if I'm Rodgers, I want to win a Super Bowl. What gives me the best chance to do that? Jets. I think the Jets, too. Okay. I, think I think there are probably too many holes here in the salary cap. Is it going to help them out? I mean, they're, they're going to be swimming upstream just to keep this group together. Um, man, the Jets are good. They just don't have a quarterback. Hey, Bill, uh, and I'm, so, I'm sorry I'm going so long, but i, I got to ask you. Roger said at the end of the season, well, it's not about the money. Did anybody ever ask him, well, if it wasn't about the money, why'd you take such a big contract? Um, yeah, no, I, I never did. Um, okay. I just think you're, I, I think as a player, you're supposed to take the most money you can because that's, um, that's good for everybody else in the league, not your team per se, but it's good for the, everybody else. Like, um, you know, franchise tags, um, those kind of, those kind of player tags are all, are all based on average salaries. So, the more um, Aaron Rodgers takes, the more money the rest of the quarterbacks make. So I, I think that's part of it. Um, I just look. I would never take less money. Why the hell should I? And he can talk. You know, in speaking of money, he can talk about restructuring his contract. There's no money to restructure in this. They can add one void year to his contract, and that's going to save like two and a half million dollars against the cap. So when he was talking about restructuring his contract, I don't think he had any idea what he was talking about. There's, there's right. no money. To, he, he's already making the minimum salary. There's 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 nothing left. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I just don't know what they could do unless they started extending years out or something like that. I, you know, you're not going to do you that. Can't, you so can't, I, you, well, yeah, you can only prorate the bonus money over five years, which is there's, so. There's only one more year of contract left. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, to my knowledge, and I am not the world's foremost authority on, on the cap. I've talked to enough people. Um, who know a bunch about it. I don't think there's anything he can do like to get significant money. I mean, $2.5 million is a chump change, but it's not $15 million, you know? Right, right. Bill, great stuff, bud. I'm sure when uh, he emerges from the darkness, we'll all be talking about it. Hope it happens soon. All right, bud. Talk to you later. I do, too. Uh, 877-867-1670. That was Bill Huber from Sports Illustrated. Go to Bill Huber SI over on uh, over on Twitter. You can follow his stuff there. That's Bill Huber, SI, and uh, you can follow him. A really good article about Rodgers and talking with some other, you know, representatives in the league who had a thought on what you could possibly get for him and what could possibly happen by the time it's all said and done. So we'll now uh, we'll now sit back and wait like everybody else. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill on Pewaukee Lake. If you're out there traveling around Lake Country, Curly's Waterfront, Sunset, Sunset Grill has some uh, karaoke and bingo going on. But uh, Curly's Waterfront, they've got good stuff coming up this weekend. They have raffles. They have tickets to give away, Admiral's tickets, Bucks tickets. Uh, they'll have some Brewers tickets coming up for the season. There's always something good going on at a Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill, the home of the Pig Porker Sandwich. Pig Porker! Check it out. That is Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill in Pewaukee Lake. Tom Brady has weighed in on Aaron Rodgers. We'll tell you what he said coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
have you back. Bill Michael Show. Continuing on, and uh, glad you're here today. Thanks, as always, for paying attention to it, especially on a day that's filled with the love on Valentine's Day. Always good to uh, get you in. Hey, I want to remind you about our uh, our friend Lisa Lee Ortel in real estate. Lisa can help you with all of your real estate needs, whether you're uh, you know looking to buy, sell, invest. You can follow her on Facebook. Email her at lisamoveswi at gmail.com. But uh, she's a condo specialist, and they uh, specialize in working with VA loans. So if you're thinking about moving, if you're thinking about either upgrading, downgrading condos, uh, maybe refi, they can do all of that. Get a hold of our friend Lisa, 414, anywhere in the state, by the way, 414-617-6798, 414-617-6798. And there's some uh, closing cost specials right now and all that kind of stuff that they're doing. But I, I'm this is not my area of expertise. I just know that she does a lot of great work. I had a friend of mine uh, who used her as a real estate uh, uh, representative. And she gave them like seven listings. They ended up buying almost immediately and got a really good closing uh, closing cost rate. And her husband's a veteran, and uh, they did a, a VA loan and said it was just an unbelievable experience. Thanks so much. So, you know, Lisa does some great work. All you got to do, again, is get a hold of Lisa Lee Ortel Real Estate, 414-617-6798, 414-617-6798. There you go. Um, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, when the whole discussion that we all know, everybody's talking about Rodgers, right? Tom Brady now is, too. This is what he had to say about Rodgers going into the darkness. What do you think about spending four days in the dark? Uh, you know what? I hope he doesn't retire because, like I said, I think the world, the, the, the league needs good quarterbacks, and he's one of the greats. So if he retires, it'll be a sad day for the league. He's an incredible player, and everyone has their different processes they go through. And you know what? I think we all need to get off our phone a little bit more. I think we all need to get away from the TV a little bit more. I think we all need a little more nature and a little more silence and a little more peace. And whoever he's going about it, good for him. Everyone's got their unique way to process the season, and we've all got to be on. It's very intense for all of us, and it's nice to, you know, everyone gets to choose what they want to do. But certainly from the standpoint of him leaving the game and his the way that he's playing, he broke his thumb this year and still played tremendous. And you could see as he got healthy throughout the year how, how incredibly talented he is. So... You know, I hope the good players keep playing. That's what my hope is. So there you go. Tom Brady hopes he keeps playing. Uh, didn't talk about, you know, necessarily about where he hopes he keeps playing, but said, you know, every now and then. And I agree. I'll, I'll say that. I'll say that every now and then you need to detach. I think when we go away on vacation and you get rid of the computer and you're not on it every day and you're not checking your phone other than taking some pictures. To, uh, to post and such, and that's about the extent of it. I think it's a tremendous thing. I would agree with all of that, 100%, all of that. I'm trying to detach right now, if you haven't <laughs> been able to tell. <laughs> I got home last night. I just sat on my couch, TV off, just sat there. Yeah. That's it. Just didn't do much of anything? Listen to the radio. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's, uh, well, uh, I... I, I don't I do it every day when I get off the air. I there are usually times that I mean obviously the phone becomes prevalent. You have to make some phone calls, but I uh, when I do work around the house or I'm not like when I get off the air, I'll take uh, I don't know how much time, but there are times where I'll just completely detach. I'll put the phone down. I'll do work around the house. I've got projects, stuff that I want to get done, 
And I'll just kind of lay the phone in another room. And then when people call and they go, oh, I couldn't get a hold of you. I just say, yeah, you know, I laid my phone down. Or when I'm working out, working out is kind of an escape because I'll turn music on down in the gym and I don't really listen for the phone. I, you know, I have maybe if the TV's on in front of me, maybe it's, you know, like Sports Center or something. Or for the most part, it's usually a ride. So I'm taking a class of some type. So I'll do that. But everybody's got to detach. And the one thing, the hardest thing is to detach at night before you go to bed because everybody lays down, they plug in their phone, and they start looking at it. And one of the worst things you can do is turn that blue light on in your eyes and then try to go to sleep right away. It's it's awful. Uh, it's been proven. I mean, factually proven scientifically that it's just good for you. You need to kind of just, you know, put it down, get step away, and uh, and just veg into whatever you want to veg into. Reading is actually really, really good for you if you've got a book or something hardcover, so to speak, or even like magazines. It's actually pretty good for you. Uh, let's do this. Let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to Chris listening to us in Brookfield. Chris, how you doing today, man? What's up? Welcome back. I'm glad you had a safe trip and a good time there, Bill. Missed. It was awesome. We had a we had a lot of fun. Met a lot of great people. Had a lot of good interviews. So yeah, we're good to be home. Though. I don't care. Yes, that was <laughs> cool. Uh, did you read uh, Pete uh, Daughtry's uh, article today? Uh, I just have happened to see it. I haven't read the whole thing yet. Yeah, I, I what you had just said. But, uh, I'm listening to you on the radio. I don't know how far and behind it is from your podcast and everything. But uh, on the guy who's saying, you know, he's just done with Rodgers and guys in the locker room. And that's a, that's a big thing. They want to know who the hell's running the team. Is it LaFleur or is it Rodgers? And I right. think they're, they're, they're ready to move on to the young quarterback because I think all these young receivers see the guys there. And I'd rather see Love grow with these guys and get, get the, uh, familiar, be familiar with them a lot better than, like you've said, over and over again. Rogers doesn't participate in the OTAs. He doesn't want to do all that other stuff. He's not all in like Mahomes takes whatever guys that uh, Kansas City Chiefs decide to put onto his offense, and he makes it work. Rogers doesn't do that. I'd love to see Rogers go to New York and then try to figure out, gee, I don't have two years to get to know these guys. Am I actually going to throw the ball to the guys that are open and move the chains, or am I going to continue to go on third and second and throw the ball 30 yards down the field for an incomplete or a pass interception? So I right. think he'll fail. I don't think he'll do what Stafford did, go to the Rams, and in his first season there, go to the Super Bowl, which he should have won MVP that year, not Rodgers, or what Brady did. I don't think Rodgers has it in him because he's too headstrong and too stubborn to be for the team. Aaron Rodgers is for Aaron Rodgers. Um, that seems to be the overwhelming perception. I appreciate the phone call. I agree. I, 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 now whether he is or isn't, I don't fully know, but it's certainly the perception seems to be that Aaron Rodgers is about Aaron Rodgers and it's Aaron Rodgers first team second and everything else falls into place. Again, I'm giving you the perception, not the reality. I don't know what the reality is. I don't know what he's like completely behind closed doors, but you know, you, you hear guys that say, look, he's all business. You know, he, I mean, even going back to when um, Romeo Dobbs was asked about Aaron Rodgers, hey, hang, what's it like to hang out? He's like, well, he really didn't hang out with us. But he never said, look, when we get into the building, he's, you know, he won't talk to us or he's not there for us or we don't talk to him in the locker room or whatever. He said, we just don't do much outside of football. But when we're there, man, he's all business. He's all business. So it wasn't a derogatory mark, remark. It was just a question he was answering. And I, I think it has merit. 
to say that he he is all business, and there's nothing wrong with that. 877-867-1670. Hit us up uh, again, 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Stay, stay tuned. More than Bill Michael. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michaels Show continuing on. Great Lakes Dragway 2023 is upon us. The 2023 season passes are available. And uh, if you are uh, looking for, uh, you know, the need for speed, so to speak, and you want to do it, get it done, check out our friends at uh, Great Lakes Dragway down in Union Grove, Wisconsin. And uh, they have uh, they got the 2023 season passes going on. So if you're going to race uh, a car, you're going to maybe go down and see just how fast your car, your motorcycle, your drags, or whatever it happens to be is. Maybe you want to go down and rent the track with your friends. You can do it. Plenty of options. A lot, a lot of great uh, stuff going on down there as well. They have a lot of different events throughout the season. As the weather begins to heat up, it's the 2023 season pass. Go to GreatLakesDragaway.com. GreatLakesDragaway.com. Um, this one is from uh, Anthony, who says, uh, I believe that Aaron Rodgers will no longer be a Green Bay Packer. Everybody is just tired of his act. How do you think he's going to be received when he finally does retire and come back to Green Bay to have his name put in the ring of honor? Oh, I got to think that Aaron Rodgers is going to be appreciated. Uh, and I don't want to sit here and act like, you know, the, the, the guy is no longer, <laughs> no longer here, but, uh, but I, I, I got to think that he is going to be really appreciated. Just an FYI. Um, that, that, I mean, that's my, my opinion because, I mean, come on. You know, after all the years with Favre, back and forth, and then the guy comes in and, and you know, ends up uh, winning a championship with the help of Charles Woodson and company. I, you know, I, again, the fatigue factor plays into this, but over time that will dissipate where – um, I think uh, I think many people are going to look at Rodgers and go, yeah, you know what? You were a, a tremendous, tremendous player. And you brought a title to Titletown. So there's always an incredible, an incredibly large space in people's hearts for anybody who wins championships in Green Bay, without a doubt. Um, 877-867-167. This is interesting. This goes to the Brewers side of things, but I, I saw this this morning. Uh, that popped up because uh, Governor Evers is proposing investing uh, almost $300 million in, of Wisconsin's $7 billion surplus into the stadium district to fund some of the obligations over at American Family Field as a part of the plan that requires the brewers to extend their lease through 2043. Uh, and and I know anytime you talk about tax dollars of some type being invested into a public entity, people get pissed, uh, for lack of a better term. They get mad. They just, they're upset. But it makes all the sense in the world. I mean, just think, I think about where this city would be without Brewers baseball because it was that close to leaving. Had it not been for George P. Tack changing a vote, 
and keeping Brewers baseball here, think of everything we would not have had in the summertime. You know, I know that sales tax got extended a little bit after the uh, after the recession, and it's just because the sales tax numbers were down in the city of Milwaukee and the surrounding five-county area. You know, people just weren't spending the money, so it wasn't like they were extending it to try to get more money. They were legitimately paying off the debt. It just wasn't coming in as fast as one had planned, so that's the reason they had to extend it, and it gave people to point an ignorant finger at government and say, oh, see, we're screwed, but it, it got paid. But I just think about all the great times we've had at, at you know, then Miller Park, now American Family Field. I, I just, it, to me, it's a no-brainer. It's just like with the Bucks, You know, I know nobody, you know, wants to spend taxpayer dollars. But, damn, you know, when they went on the run, and still to this day, I mean, they're a team that's talked about. They're, they've done so much to revitalize downtown. They've got a new um, hotel and, and uh, retail venue going in next to the Pfizer Forum. You've got the new concert venue is part of Jim Kaczmarek's deal, and that's going to be taking place. They're going to be building that, and he's one of those minority, uh, you know, I think he's a minority owner in the box. Uh, you've talked about numerous uh, levels of investment uh, from different entities in the state of Wisconsin into the Bucks, and the Wisconsin Center District is getting expanded downtown uh, to make some updated renovations to, to American Family Field. It's still an incredibly wonderful ballpark. It, can, it has stood the test of time. It is still a premier venue. The parking lots are magnificent. The tailgating is magnificent. The team has been, while it can frustrate us at time, it has been competitive. It has been fun to watch. It has brought the state, not just the community in the Milwaukee area, but the state together, Brewers fans together. I mean, it's just, you know, I get it. It's always going to run into some, you know, argument. But I I think this is, to me, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Upgrade some of the things that need to be upgraded and and just take care of it. And this is also, don't forget, um, this is also a large employment venue. So whether it's for some of the people that work the parking lots or the concession stands or front offices or television crews or whatever it happens to be, those that are in the bars that are in the areas, just ask them the impact. You know, I, I take a look at no further than one of our sponsors, Stenny's. You know, they run shuttles to the game. People make that a point of destination to go down to Stenny's, get their food, get their beverages, go to the game, get a couple of beers, maybe a broad or something, get back to Stenny's, a beer, whatever. And then, you know, they they head on home. Uh, You know, that's a bar that's not even within a mile of the ballpark. Now you take all those bars, those restaurants, gas stations, everything that's within a mile of the ballpark. You know, I again, I I was up in uh, um, Wausau, uh, Stevens Point uh, last year. And I stopped because I was going up there to do an event, and I stopped at uh, a quick trip. And there is two carloads of people, all in Brewers gear. They're loading up. Bar, I mean, they're loading up ta- all the tailgate stuff. They're getting brats. They're getting hot dogs. They're getting uh, one of the pizzas that's already been cooked. They're getting all the burgers. They're in the beer cave. They're getting beverages. All, all that stuff they're getting, and propane, by the way. They're getting it all at quick trip. And that store is benefiting from the fact that they were all driving down to American Family Field to watch a Brewers game. So it's not just the Milwaukee area. It's it's all over the state. I think it's a no-brainer. Uh, I do. So um, I know uh, the governor's expected to present the full biennial budget to the Wisconsin legislature uh, coming up tomorrow, but that's going to be one of the things that that uh, that is going to be on the docket. And I 
to, to me, I think it's a no-brainer. So, Bill, also in um, Big yeah. Brewers news today, they were selected as the simulated champions of the NL Central by baseball prospectus. Really? Okay. Well, we've got that going for it. wins. I saw that earlier today. There was a simulated parade uh, that went down the street, and then they were hoisting the simulated trophy. So, huh. you know, damn, that was it was huge. Give yeah. me goosebumps. Well, the Eagles won the simulated <laughs> Super Bowl. Right. Kill me. Uh, by the way, Matthew says, I'm not a big Bucks, Bucks fan or NBA fan in general, but what are your thoughts on the Browns owner possibly becoming a minority owner? Uh, in, in the Bucks and the NBA? Uh, I, Matthew, I didn't read that. It, is there something out there about that? Did I miss something, Ben? Yeah, that came out last week. Was Okay, I wasn't here for that. I think That's so. Fine. Maybe during the weekend. And it got Jimmy lost. Haslam becoming a part owner of the Milwaukee Bucks? Yeah, he's trying to take... Uh, I'll find whose stake he's trying to buy. Oh, God, no. Uh, no. I, I don't want him anywhere near the Milwaukee Bucks. That guy's a train wreck. They, I mean, the owners of the NFL want him out anyway. They would love to see him go because he's just a mess. Uh, he had some legal issues. His He's run that franchise you know remember he hired an accountant to be the general manager I, not to say that he's going to have controlling interest in the bucks but i that guy's a mess i don't want him anywhere near the milwaukee bucks i send you the article yeah he uh to to get lazary steak i guess it said he'd buy a quarter that came out yesterday actually yeah i yeah i don't want to see that at all d and jimmy haslam having conversations about buying the steak of the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, and it would be the Lazarus portion. Now, um, does that mean that if Lazarus leaves that, that – no, it's uh, not Lazarus. It would be uh, Eden's. So uh, Wes Eden's daughter would still be there. Is she the one that's reportedly, you know, in some way, <laughs> shape, or form connected to Aaron Rodgers? I was going to say. And is, is, she, is she in the tank with him? Uh, I Actually, I think Rodgers made it clear that he would be alone. I, I wonder if Haslam would show up to more finals games than Rogers did. Right? I, I no. I just look. <laughs> to answer your question, my thoughts on it are ick and no. Don't want him anywhere near the Bucks. He has not been a good owner for the for the um for the Cleveland Browns. He as a matter of fact, he just really screwed things up in the NFL by giving Deshaun Watson all that money. I, I don't want to see him anywhere near I, I I mean, I guess other people might have an interest in this. I don't. Uh, if anybody does and they want to see Jimmy Haslam come into a, you know, buy a quarter of the team from Alex Lazary or Wes uh, or uh, uh, Lazary, the Lazary family, um, then do it. But no, I, I don't want to see him anywhere near that. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, but no. He's a mess. Uh, let's do this. Step away. Take a quick break. Come back. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Hey, uh, I know the weather's not too bad. But uh, normally this time of year, you want to escape. And if you're going to do it, uh, call our friends over at Cruise, uh, Cruise Planners, your land and cruise experts. Kirk and his staff, uh, great people. And if you're looking, say, to take a cruise, if you're looking to take an all-inclusive, if you're looking to go overseas, 
Maybe you just want to get a trip together for the gang to go to uh, to Vegas, or maybe you want to head down to Padre Island or down to the Keys. Uh, anywhere, they can help you out. Uh, they've done it all. And that's our friends from Cruise Planners, Kirk and uh, his staff, 262. Anywhere in the United States, by the way, 262-344-0697. 262-344-0697. Again, 262-344-0697. The gang over at Cruise Planners, they can help you out. You can get a hold of Kirk.Canter, K-A-N-T-E-R at CruisePlanners.com. And uh, see everything they have to offer. they got a lot of good stuff going on right now. A lot of good specials, too. And if you're one of those people that can travel on a moment's notice, oh, they have some really good stuff on cruises. Holy mackerel. Uh, if I could do it and just bolt out of town, I'd do it. They had some cruise packages for all-inclusive cruise packages for as low as, like, 500 bucks for a while there. It was crazy. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, would love to hear from you. This one is from uh, Freak Out. Uh, excuse me, Free Craft. Freak Craft who says that uh, the Aaron Rodgers saga is just old. It's not that we want to see Aaron Rodgers and his talent out of town. We all think he's a hell of a player. It's just that we're tired of the same old, same old. We went through this with Favre. He swore to God he didn't want to be Favre. And now he is Favre all over again, but yet to an even weirder extent. I see Favre sitting at home and popping a Budweiser and thinking and thinking about his future. Rodgers has to go into some deprivation tank to maybe immerse himself in some kind of pure Perrier water. To then uh, come out with his decision, I think that Rodgers is a hell of a guy. I just think he's under misunderstood, but he's made us all tired of him. Uh, let's go to the phone calls. Let's talk to Tim in Marshfield. Tim, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Hey, Bill. Uh, thanks for taking the call. First of all, cover it all makes great grill covers. Mine's nine years old and looks like new. Uh, secondly, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, the, the, pack, the Packer fans are good people. We all know that. Um, even the old in the tooth people, 70, 80 years old, who lived through the 60s and some of the things that went on then. Paul Horning uh, got suspended for doing something, basically was a selfish act, and, and we forgave him, and he's one of our all-time greats. Look at Favre now. He's, he, he maintains hallowed ground as a Packer, but for a few years he didn't. The guy you just uh, read, that freak out or what have you, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Rodgers is misunderstood. Rodgers is egotistical. Rodgers is good, and there's not a more cerebral quarterback in the league now. When you look at what Jordan Love did against Philadelphia, he had a couple good passes. He sure did, but they were his first reads. If you looked at the the next series, he had to go to read number two and three, and those were the ones that he didn't he he didn't uh, factor things in and made bad plays. I don't think he's ready. I don't think we're ready to give up uh, Rodgers. I think that uh, Green Bay, uh, if he left, would be going through the same thing Philadelphia went through when Reggie heard from God he needed to go to Green Bay. They were very disappointed, but Reggie's always going to be hallowed as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Just your opinion, I think Rodgers is is a a once-in-a-lifetime talent at the position when he was at his best. I don't know that he is now, but I still think he's in the top uh, 10% of all the quarterbacks in the league. Thanks for taking the call. Have a great day. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. He drops off. You get on board 877-867-1670. I, look, I 100%, I understand the talent that he has. I get it. We talked with Bill Huber about it uh, during the top of the hour, about whether or not Far or Far uh, Rodgers, um, after winning that championship, there was a lot of years that he didn't win, but it wasn't his fault, really. The last three years, the questions are whether or not he can win the big game. You know, going back to, you know, the San Francisco game, which still just sticks with me. You know, all the talk about we want him in our house, we want him in our weather. 
I mean, everything you wanted, it couldn't have fallen better into place if it had to. You know, that was your game to have. And they out-schemed you and kicked your ass. You know? Um, I, I just, uh, I, I... I just don't know if that capability with what they have is there to win, to win a big one. But I, you also have to think, what gives you the best chance to win? Uh, Todd, when we come back, hang in there after the top of the hour. We'll get into all of this. Stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin right now. Pella, I tell you, they got some terrific deals going on. But uh, right now, through the end of the month, get 0% finance, zero interest for 48 months. Zero interest, 48 months. But you got to act now. I keep telling you about everything in my house. It's economical, more beautiful. It's more valuable. That's our friends at Pella, P-E-L-L-A. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. We'll be back right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.